0: Right, so today is day seven of our St. Joseph Consecration. The title for today is Holy Mary, Pray for Us. So the readings today are all about uh, like Joseph's role, particularly, um, as the protector and the guardian of Mary. Uh, what, what does Joseph look like uh, in all aspects uh, compared to Mary? And one of the first things that Father Donald says is uh, St. Joseph is the first one to have entrusted himself to both Jesus and Mary, and then vice versa. That Jesus and Mary were the first ones to entrust themselves to St. Joseph. All right? So imagine that. Like, you know, if we're called to be a little Christ, that's what the word Christian means, to be another Christ. Uh, And then because we also have a great love for Our Lady, like, if, again, this whole concept of this consecration is if they can do something, how much more should we do it? The same thing here. If they're the first ones to entrust themselves to the protection of St. Joseph, and if St. Joseph is the first person to consecrate himself, to both Jesus and Mary, then how much more do we need to do the same for them? Following that example of St. Joseph. And so we also get this awesome supplementary reading today, um, which says the consecrated knight, talking about St. Joseph as a knight. And he, he kind of uses this like, medieval language of, of what he did. And, um, and, and Donald says that, and we hear this through all the Marian consecrations, that the quickest way to the king, if, if, if Christ is the king, the quickest way to the king was through the queen. All right. In many ways, the king is, is, is kind of occupied with, with the things of the kingdom. But if you go to the queen, she always has the ear of the king. She's always able to present things and prune our requests, make them as presentable as possible. That's what Mary does. But Joseph points to them. Joseph entrusts himself to them as well. And so he also talks about, what uh, Donald says, uh, he talks about this quest for like, the, the Holy Grail, which I, I think is, is always so funny because one of my favorite movies growing up was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, where they're looking for the Holy Grail, and they end up finding it. But the whole concept to me is kind of bonkers. Um, And that's a very popular legend in the uh, the medieval period, um, was knights would try to travel to the Holy Land looking for the Holy Grail, for the the cup that Christ used at the Last Supper, uh, and supposedly the cup that caught his blood at the Last Supper, which... Uh, not the Last Supper, at the Crucifixion, which I'm not too sure about that legend and how accurate that is. Um, but it's funny because in that whole movie, like they're missing the point, and the knights miss the point here. And that's what Father Donald says. As noble of a, a quest as that might be, it's completely unnecessary. Um, because in the movie, like what you what you see them do is they find the Grail, and and then like okay, well, supposedly the legend is if you drink from the Grail that you have everlasting life. So what? You just drink anything from it? Like there's like a little pool of water that they just like filled with water and drink from it. Like, okay, so what? What does the cup itself have to do to give life? The whole point is that it's not the cup itself, it's what's in the cup. Uh, and that's why they're missing the point, that they didn't have to go on this quest to find the cup that actually was used at the Last Supper, whereas the chalice that contains the blood of Christ is the grail that's used for every single mass. That's what's so important. It's not the cup itself, but what's inside. And so, um, in a way, Joseph was the protector of the new grail, or we could say the original grail, which is Mary. That, you know, Paul Donald says Mary's the one who carried Jesus. Mary is both the monstrance and the chalice. Because she carried, at one time, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ inside herself. And so think of what happens with, you know, here at Mass, when we have the chalice and the altar, and that the bread and the wine themselves, while each symbolizing one of the other species, so I, the bread symbolizes um, the body and, the, and, the, and the, the chalice symbolizes the blood, each one contains the fullness of the reality. So the bread contains the body, blood, soul, and divinity. The, 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 the child itself also contains the body, blood, soul, and divinity. So in reality, in each species, the wholeness of Christ is present. While we have the fullness of symbol in both. But Mary carried both at the same time. She carried all of it at the same time. Which is really cool to think of it that way. That she's the holy grail. That she's the one that, if we're going to be looking for the grail, That we're looking to to find Jesus, to find the contents of the grail, we have to find Mary. And where do we find Mary? Under the protection of St. Joseph. And so if we want to find the chalice of everlasting life, we want to find the source of what gives us life. In many ways, it's under the guardianship of St. Joseph. And so by finding St. Joseph, we find the queen, we also find the king.